What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Life the Clock. I appreciate you tuning in as always. Before we get started, a big, a big, big happy Father's Day to any fathers out there listening. This is a job very few can do successfully. Alright, and I don't mean that to talk shit. There are a lot of people who are still learning. Every day is still a learning process when it comes to being a father. It doesn't matter how long you've been a father. If you have 30-year-old kids, if you have 30-day-old kids, if you got 30-week-old kids, if you got 3-year-old kids, every day is a fucking different process because as humans, we are learning every single day. Behaviors change from one day to the next. <clears throat> and those are kind of things we just have to to roll with the punches with, you know? Uh, so happy Father's Day to all those fathers that have been out there um, putting in the work, being role models, being leaders, f- providers, um, and most importantly, <clears throat> for being guidance, you know? Um, uh, this is always a very, um, it's a double-edged sword for me, to be uh, honest with everybody here. Um, I didn't have a great relationship with my father when I was growing up um was around but not around you know what I'm saying it just wasn't very um very involved was very uh was really just the muscle in the relationship to keep me in line for the most part um so my grandfather was the one who actually played a big part in um being that uh that that guidance for me and uh, my grandfather passed away a few years ago now, um, 2014. Uh, um, but uh, there are there are skeletons in my closet that involve even uh, even the, the 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 short time prior to his death that that I that took me years to get over. Um, <clears throat> I still feel really bad about them, but I've come to terms with them. And um, and really, it's just like last interaction type things you know uh, I never got to tell him I was going to be a father before I even had the, the the courage to tell him that I that my wife was pregnant and that we were going to be having a kid um he passed away so from what I understand he did know my grandmother and my mom did tell him uh he was suffering from dementia in the last few days they were extremely severe he was so out of it I don't know if it was actually retained um my grandmother <laughs> did mention that she he his words when he found out was oh that's great i'm gonna teach this kid how to play soccer and and that's awesome just because so a little background story is that my grandfather actually played for the national team for old salvador back in the day um if anybody's out there the history buff you can actually look this up salvadorian national team Jorge Elias, uh, or El Cate is what they call him. Uh, it was his nickname. Um, and so we have all these pictures of when he played, you know, and it's black and white pictures, which is awesome. They just add the touch of the time. They add the touch of what uh, uh, of what it was like to be a sports photographer back in that time. So they're great pictures, and, and it's crazy. That they look at my grandpa as a younger guy. You know, I, I have a hard time seeing him as that because I can see it. You can obviously still see the resemblance, but I've always known him for his white hair and his glasses. So, um, yeah, so um, I didn't get to have that conversation with who I presumed was my dad um, or as a father to me, right? 
I do have that relationship with my father now. Um, when I had Mateo, who was my, my oldest, my five-year-old, um, I was encouraged by my family to let him know. Um, I was at the point in place in that relationship where I didn't really give a rat's ass if my dad knew anything about what I was doing. I had canceled him out of my life completely. And <clears throat> and to be honest, I'm, I'm glad I, I kind of owe my family. Oddly enough, I, <laughs> I don't speak to that side of the family. About my mom's side of the family, we had a, a misunderstanding of uh, things and so we don't speak anymore but they all encourage me to have that relationship with him he needs to know he deserves to know because he is the grandfather and so I did and my dad has definitely been the grandfather that he wasn't as a father and that's all I can ask from him he I have let everything that we were and the issues that we had go um and I've let him be the grandfather that he wants to be and that's been a pretty good grandfather to be honest um uh he loves my kids he does anything he can to help us with the kids uh to his abilities and you know we me and my wife appreciate him the most so you know thank you to him for all that as well but um this weekend in particular i i had the the chance to kind of look at where I am as a father, right? Father's Day has never really been, I, I feel like people demand these things be a day where we can just do whatever the fuck we want. It's our day off. No, it's not necessarily the case, right? There is no day off when you're a dad, especially if you're a twin dad, right? Like me, like there's no days off. These animals do not stop. <laughs> These little tiny animals that destroy my house, they do not stop. They're all day, every day. Even, again, when they're 30, they're going to be all day. Those are my kids. And I have to say that I wouldn't be... I, I, I have to be actually more thankful to my kids for making me the man that I am now. Um, I've grown up so much in the five years that I've been a dad. Um, and usually that's, I, I hate to say this guys, but usually it takes a kid to get us to fucking get our shit together. As men, we just tend to be free roaming nomads, not committed to shit, just doing our own thing. And then we have kids and then we, you know, it takes us a while, even when we have those kids to kind of realize that this is the most important thing we're doing. This is the most important thing we have to succeed at. There is no failure when you're a dad. You have to succeed. And that's great, you know, and, and I feel like I've done that. Um, but there are parts of me that feel bad sometimes. And, and I feel bad for Mateo. So when Mateo first started talking, when Mateo first started walking, there, there are these moments, right? You're just like, yes, they're doing it. Hey, for sure. Congratulations. Fuck yeah. You know, this is it. But I feel like I wasn't as enthusiastic as like appreciative or amazed uh, by these by these events that happen with Mateo and now the twins you know Lucas just started walking this week he's super lazy he's over a year now he's about a year and a month almost 
and he's just now starting to walk, and we're just fucking throwing a parade for this fucking guy. <laughs> hey, good shit, congratulations. That's what's up, you know, I'm, I'm way more ecstatic, I'm way more uh, affectionate towards the twins than I was as Mateo, um, and, and I don't know, I don't know what it was that took me from going from a decent dad to what I hope would be a great dad. Now, I do have those, uh, you know, affectionate moments with Mateo on my own, like, like when, when he made his first hole out, when we went to go play golf, and he holed out for the first time, dude, I, I got emotional about it, right, because it's like, fuck yes, this is awesome, this is where me and him have our, this is our thing, it's this golf, right, um, and to be honest, it's it's great seeing him become a big brother. The twins are to the point now where if they're in trouble or if they're not happy or if something happens, they're learning that Mateo is the big brother. He's somebody who's going to look after them because they'll run to him now and they'll cry on, you know, they'll cry on, on, on his chest or on his stomach if he's standing upright. He's hugging them and he's like, oh, it's okay, it's okay, no big deal. And it's really great to see that. Like, the twins are learning this is the big brother. And he's done an amazing job at being a big brother himself. Like, self-taught, right? <laughs> no no, no experience prior, but he's self-taught, and he's just genuinely like that. And I can't take credit for that as a father. I don't know where he got that from. I'm not really, like, maybe I guess I can take some credit for that. But he's figured a lot of this out on his own. So I do feel I have my days where I feel like really bad because, you know, I wasn't this happy about things with Mateo and I'm happy about things now. I mean, anything he does now, I'm just as happy as, as the twins, right? So this is, I feel, just part of the evolution of man. Uh, we go from these knuckle dragging, beer drinking, getting hammered on a Friday night or any night really to stay at home mind our own business, go to work, grind the hours that we need to grind, and do whatever it takes to make sure our kids have whatever they need. That's the evolution of man. And there's still a whole lot of learning to do. Man, I haven't dealt with teenage years. I, I haven't dealt with 8 to 10. I haven't dealt with teenage, and I haven't dealt with adulthood. You know, there's still a lot to be written in this book. But there are dads out there that have gone through this and they share their experiences and I feel like there is such a negative stigma on some dads and most dads that we kind of we're not how do I put this uh, uh, <laughs> fuck uh <sighs> I'm trying to describe how, how, how I want to say this. So dads are underrated at times, right? We're seen as the macho providers, put food on the table, we do what we got to do, and we get the job done. The mother is the nurturing, caring. I'm going to kiss your boo-boos. I'm going to, you know, make you dinner. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Dads aren't really seen in that light. And that's the, the stereotype, right? And that's not the case. You know, like, I cook every day. I do most of the cooking. 
<laughs> I'm the one making them their dinner, you know. I come home, and yes, I provide. My wife provides. We equally provide here, which is why there's a Mother's Day and a Father's Day, right? Everybody, it's their day. But there are people, what, what really grinds my gear about Father's Day is when you get those people who are like, happy mother, happy Father's Day to my mom. Get the fuck out of here, dude. That's what Mother's Day is for. Why do you need to bring your mother into a fucking conversation that's about dads? <laughs> like, I get it, alright? I get it. You may be a single parent. That's fine. More power to you. I do not have any beef with anybody who's a single parent, alright? But you can't come in here and rain on everybody else's parade, right? Like, I saw this thing today. Actually, a, a, a friend sent me this. So, if you guys don't know who Baby Bash is, he's an artist from the Bay Area. He... Um, he posted this and it says should Father's Day be banned because it's disrespectful to single mothers and same sex couples and it's a tweet and it says Father's Day is so offensive to the same sex parents and single mothers stop the patriarchy and ban Father's Day yes all women hashtag feminism get the fuck out of here Get the fuck... That is the stupidest shit I have ever fucking heard in my life. Now, let's be intelligent when we when we look at this, right? And by the way, if anybody out there is same-sex marriage, single mother, I don't have a problem, like I just said. I don't have a problem with you living your life and being that single mother being a gay married couple or a lesbian married couple whatever it is you want to be that's your business but don't fucking come to me and tell me that my day needs to be banned how is this alright <laughs> so <laughs> people are so fucking stupid alright so same-sex parents. You're either going to be a lesbian couple, which is two women, or a gay couple, which is two dudes. I believe you get a Mother's Day and I believe you get a Father's Day. Now, I may be wrong, but if you're a woman who has a child that makes you a mother, just because there's two mothers doesn't mean you don't qualify for Mother's Day. Am I right? You with me so far? Great. If you're gay, two dads, two dads, right? Dad, if you are a man who has a child, you are a father. Now, two men who live together and love each other and live in the same household together have a child, that's two fathers. They get Father's Day. Right? Makes sense. What the fuck? How does this offend anybody? And not to mention that this dumb person who fucking sent this out 
didn't mention single dads. Only single mothers. Single dads are probably one of the most underrated fucking fathers that could be out there. Fuck my case, dude. Three kids, a set of twins. That's nothing. That's the norm. I have my wife to help me with this pack of wolves that I live with, right? A single father does everything on his own, just like a single mother does. But nobody ever really remembers the single father. They always want to hype up the single mother. And that's because this fake feminism shit has people thinking that, yo, just because I got you got a dick, you're automatically going to be able to make it in this world. Bullshit, dude. I got a dick and I have to raise a child. Got to raise a son or I got to raise a daughter. It's hard being a man raising a daughter. There are things that men just don't understand when it comes to being a woman that you may not be able to teach. Now, you can go and do homework. I have a really... Man, I got to get my buddy Cuddy on here. So, Cuddy, man, shout out to my, 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 my buddy Cuddy, man. He's been a long, long, long family friend. He's actually watched me grow up, man. Uh, he is a single father to a daughter man and the things he's able to accomplish there's an entrepreneur he's a musician he runs his business and he still manages to get everything he can done for his daughter now he does have a really great support system in his family as well a lot of sisters you know a lot of cousins who are girls great support system and you kind of need those when you're one of those single parents but as a man, there are some things in a woman I just don't understand. And I can't teach you and I can't prepare you for that. I can study all I want. I can research all I want. I can look in these fucking pamphlets and how to do this. And But the message isn't the same when it comes from a woman, right? A mother can give that information and teach this girl how to be a woman, how to be a lady, how you're supposed to act. I can teach you as a single parent, I can teach you how to fight, defend yourself, not need a man. How to fucking beat the shit out of that man if he ever gets out of line. Right? Those are the things I can teach. Same thing for a single mother. You can be nurturing. You can be all-inspiring. All you can make those meals. You can wash that laundry. You can do all the stereotypical things that they think you can do. You may even be able to teach your son how to fight. But there are some things that need to come from a man, and that's how to be a man. Now, if you get a lesson on how to be a man from some dumb broad like this fucking fem hashtag feminism shit, that is not a man. That's everything but. They're teaching you to be a bitch. You need to be taught to be a man by a man. And that's why, and that's why a lot of people will neglect the fact that the major issues in society, if anybody has is growing up in a tough neighborhood or hasn't, is having a troubled childhood, it's because you lack the discipline and the lessons from a father figure. Not just a father, but a figure. An uncle, a grandpa, a big brother who's on the right track. See, these are things that, that, that just go hand in hand. They need to be taught by certain people. So when you come over here and tell me that my day 
isn't worse or isn't allowed, shouldn't be allowed because the people who would have a Mother's Day or a Father's Day just as much as I would may be offended for some reason. You're fucking talking out of your ass just to fucking get some fucking retweets. Now let me let me let me go further and say, all right, this is from Baby Bash, right? Baby Bash is again another artist who's big. He's big in the Bay Area. I think he's from Vallejo or something like that, right? So this is what he has the the caption for this post, right? He goes, "Wow, this is the bullshit people are falling for." Now Father's Day offends people. I swear this shit has got to stop. These people are trying to bully now. Fuck that weird, weirdo cancel culture. Aren't we tired of this yet? Stand up to corny ass cancel culture. Fathers need love too. And without a doubt. Without a doubt. Fathers need that love, man. Without a doubt. You know, and to be honest, this isn't all women. Not all women think like this. Only the fucking crazy-minded people like this chick who posted this. Only people who think in absolutes like this. Only Siths deal in absolutes. They think they're Jedi, but they're really Sith. Right? You think you're Jedi. All wise, all knowing, I'm fucking love everybody. Nah, fuck you, dude. You're here to just fucking watch the world fucking burn. You're gonna fucking push whatever it is you fucking th- feel because somebody else told you this or some guy fucked you over and ruined it for every other man. Let me tell you something. That shit happens to women as well. Women will ruin men for other women. happens all the fucking time you have a best friend you got a sister or even worse if it's your own mom who's had a bad experience they go into their venting rants oh man men ain't shit men don't do anything but fucking cause you problems all they do is want all they want to do is have sex all they want to do is get drunk with their friends all they're going to do is go out there and fucking be chasing down the next girl Get the fuck out of here with that. Not all men do that. Some men are out there trying to find the one to get that family going. They want to have their kids. They want to have that fucking family. They want to establish themselves. They want to build a legacy. But because you've bought into the fucking bullshit of the mistakes of one person, you're shoveling this down to the next generation... They All they know is that men are bullshit. And you know what happens in that case is because they know they're bullshit, they never actually go out and date. They never actually give a man a chance. They never actually fucking bother to even go see what's out there. They just assume that the person, the big sister, the mom, is right because that's what you assume. Hey, if my family, the ones who are teaching me things, the mom is teaching me life and this is what she's hounded into me since the age I was fucking five, then it has to be true. And you walk around into the world fucking tainted. And you will never find that true happiness because you walk around with this fuck with blinders on. 
You got beer goggles on for the wrong fucking thing. Now, don't get me wrong. I was a dumbass back in my days. When I was younger, man, I was that. (laughs) I can't deny that, right? I fucked up. A lot. A lot, a lot, a lot. I've apologized. I've come to face my demons. And I moved on, and now I'm this fucking... What I hope to be. I hope my kids see me as one day. I hope what my wife says in in her Instagram and Facebook post about me is that I'm this great father that I that I try to be. I hope the hype is real. But I won't know until my kids can tell me. And they won't really know until we're older to like they're my age and we're already at this point where they're established in their own lives. And they're using what I've taught them to be the men that they want to be. Happy Father's Day to everybody out there, man. You're either one of those fathers who is lucky enough to have to be appreciated by your wife, by your sons, by your daughters. You're willing to be, you're one of those fathers who is acknowledged for being a great father by anybody who you come across coworkers, friends, other family. You know? And if you're one of those dads who isn't, it's never too late to make a change, man. It may take more work to recover from the fucking mistakes you've made. But I can I can vouch based on my experience that the effort means so much more. And that effort is easier to use to erase the mistakes than it is for the person you're trying to make it up to living with the burden of those mistakes. You can never forget the past, but you can change the future. And for any woman out there who has been misguided by a mom or a friend or a sister that all men are the same you're fucking wrong you too have a chance to change you too have a chance to change your mentality get off of social media stop listening to all these fucking dumbass people on social media man social media is is the fucking biggest cancer there is to our world right now without a doubt Get off that shit. Go out there and find yourself a man. Yeah, there are going to be some pieces of shit. Let me tell you, there's some fucking pieces of shit out there. But you also have to be willing to understand that not everybody's perfect. I'm far from perfect. I have my mistakes. I'm a lazy ass. I'm messy. You know, just the name of you. Ask my wife. She'll give you a fucking laundry list of shit. But the difference is, she's accepting me for what I am and and knows where I'm going to make these mistakes, so she does that. Just like I know 
there are things that she doesn't do, things that that, that, I, that I wish she would do different, but that's not, I'm not here to change her. I'm here to just accept her for what she is. She's, she's here to accept me for what I am, and we make that work. If you go out into the world looking for the perfect woman or the perfect guy, you're never going to fucking succeed, dude. Perfect is in the eye of the beholder, not what the fucking world tells you perfect is. That's all that's all you have to remember to be honest. It's what's perfect to you. Perfect to you. That's all you gotta do. It's find what's perfect to you. Now there was something else I wanted to go over. Um So, so this Father's Day, I went out to my dad's new house, right? My dad lives in Dayton, Nevada, and if nobody knows where the fuck that at, it's, uh, it's Reno, there's Carson City, which is actually the capital, and then there's Dayton. Uh, I'd say it's maybe 45 minutes outside of Reno, so you're driving for a bit. Awesome house. First time I've seen Bindo's house, he bought this last year, and it's... Man, I, I love it out there. It's so open. It's so spacious. I mean, you're looking at the desert, to be honest. Mountain ranges, dry mountain ranges, shrubs. He, he lives with a golf course going through his community, which is fucking awesome for somebody like me, right? And the mountains are, are nothing nice. Like, there's nothing spectacular about the mountains. But there's something about them that you could just stare at them for hours hours and hours and hours and you just get mesmerized by them who knows it's, who knows what it is about those mountains but I tell you one thing man fuck city living for sure fuck the city life man out there man a few things one you can open carry Swearing my gun everywhere I was fucking going. Nobody even fucking cares. Nobody's looking at you funny, all panicked. I walk into a fucking liquor store. Hey, how you doing today? Shit, hey, how's it going? Anything we can help you find today? No, no, I'm just grabbing a Gatorade and some Red Bull. Cool, let us know if there's anything you need. Shit, you're pretty nice. Wonder why. Right, automatically. It's why, am I brown? No, motherfucker, that's not the case. Fine, everything okay? Yeah, everything's good. Cool. Well, have a good day. Thank you. Come again. Shit. Drive through my dad's community. Everybody waves to you as you drive by. Walking their dogs. Hey, how's it going? Hey. Even saw a cop. Saw a cop at the gas station. Clearly saw the gun on my head. Hey, how you doing today, sir? Good, good, good. How you doing? Fine. No hesitation. Didn't even fucking... Didn't even look at my gun. Just fucking kept walking. Fuck. beautiful landscape my dad lives 15 minutes down the road from BLM BLM is not Black Lives Matter it's public land <laughs> and public land is extremely hard to find at least in California because they hide it from you they, they, if you ever look up California BLM 
it'll say go talk uh here's the map or it'll show you then that map link sends you to uh map not available uh call this office and then call this office nobody's ever in that fucking office so there's public land somewhere in california but you can never fucking find it because they don't want you to fucking use it i don't know why because it's fucking communist california but in nevada you can fucking it's right here boom you can camp, you can hike, you can shoot, you can fucking ATV, you can horseback, whatever the fuck you want to do, you can do on this like fucking 30 square miles of fucking open land. It's amazing. All this space to do whatever the fuck you want. As long as you don't burn it down and trash it, you're welcome to do whatever the fuck you'd like out there. Everybody's so nice. Sucks that you gotta go 30 minutes to get to like a Walmart or something, but fuck it. Might as well make it count, right? Awesome community. Golf courses everywhere. It's hot as shit. I'm sure it's cold as fuck during the winter. But as I'm getting off the Bay Bridge, as I'm coming back to the city, I'm looking at the city on the bridge and I'm just like, fuck. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck, I'm back here. I'm back here again. And you know, I was just having a conversation with my buddy about this. I don't know... The city from afar looks beautiful. You can't deny the San Francisco is a beautiful city. Beautiful buildings beautiful landmarks, the bridges, Alcatraz, the bay, everything, beautiful. What I think bothered me about coming back is what lies in the city. It's a dirty fucking city. People shitting everywhere, needles on the ground. You got booths for people to go and fucking shoot up now and claim that's a fucking cure for this, or a fucking solution to this problem. Homeless fucking people everywhere. Horrible fucking attitudes on people. Imagine what would happen if I went around saying hi to everybody the way they did out in Nevada. What the fuck? What do you want? What the fuck you saying hi to? Fucking crazy ass, weird ass motherfucker hell's wrong with you right ain't nobody waving to me as I'm driving by the fucking the, the vibe to the city it's you it's, it's, it's you're with us or you're against this type shit nobody just enjoys the day Like, like, I don't, I don't get it. It was, it was very like depressing to see the city and be like, fuck, I'm back to this shit. I'm back to being, having to be on the defensive about the things I say. <laughs> because if somebody, God forbid, somebody doesn't like one fucking pronoun or verb or whatever the fuck you guys are complaining about now, God forbid that. 
because, you know, everybody's a racist and everybody's a xenophobic and everybody's a sexist and everybody's fucking whatever other fucking label you want to put on somebody, right? It's crazy to think that once you get out of the city, once you get out of the California, that shit all goes away. It's fucking nuts. I don't understand. I don't understand how how we could want to live in this. I definitely don't want to live in this anymore. It's so crazy that this is this is the fucking everyday life. No wonder people are so stressed out. No wonder people are at a breaking point all the time. No wonder people are fucking fighting and arguing and and always in bad moods. This this shit is old. This shit is getting so old and so overwhelming that you can't even hide from it. Unless you leave the state. We gotta fucking fix this shit, man. Actually, I'm not gonna try to fix shit. I'm gonna just pack my shit and go. Fuck that. You guys created this mess. You guys can fucking fix it yourselves or watch yourselves burn. Because that's all that's gonna end up happening here. Shit's gonna reach a boiling point. Just like it has everywhere else in the country. It's reached a boiling point and now it's overflowing. People are going to fucking act like crazies. They're going to fucking... It's just a process of elimination. Let them tire themselves out. It's like infants. Fuck it. Let them kick and scream. They'll fucking go to sleep eventually. And sure as hell, that's what happened. (laughs) This is all this is. These are just tantrums. These are just adults throwing fucking temper tantrums. Grown-ass fucking people. Throwing temper tantrums. And the worst part is the innocent people have gotten hurt in this on both sides. The justified people, like the people, the reason people are protesting have gotten hurt. And then there are people, the anarchists in those fucking protests, in those riots that have hurt innocent people trying to defend what's theirs. Everybody's fucked up in this situation, but nobody, everybody wants to point the finger. How about everybody just be responsible for their own shit? Because the reality is that we, we demand that these police and that these government officials and these politicians all fucking take blame for shit. Yeah, you need to fucking own up to that. You need to admit that this is your fucking fault or else. Okay, well, I'll admit it. As long as you're willing to admit that it's your fault for voting me into this office. Ooh. About that. Oh, shit. Yeah. It's your fucking fault. You fucking voted this idiot into the office. He sold you the world on hopes and dreams and provided you shit. Why do, when are we going to start counting, uh, holding them accountable? Both sides. Left, right, green, donkey, elephant, lion, zebra, whatever the fuck you fucking think you are. Or whatever side you affiliate to. Hold your people fucking accountable, man. You voted for them. The government works for us. We don't work for them. And anybody who thinks the president has something to be blamed for, you're a fucking idiot. Because the president doesn't control your state or your county. Guess who does? 
your fucking governor. State law over supersedes federal law. And if you don't fucking believe me, guess what? Open carry is the perfect example. Open carry means that you can carry a gun on your hip as long as it's exposed and can be seen. That is called constitutional carry, meaning that you don't need a permit, you don't need a fucking class, your constitution based on the second amendment says you can fucking do it. You have the right to bear arms. You know what happens in California? There's a law that says you can't, so I can't carry my fucking gun in the fucking state of California because California law supersedes the fucking constitution or the federal law, which is the constitution. So, I ask you, how exactly, again, is this any fucking president in office's fucking fault? When you voted for the ass clown that's in the desk, in the city hall, in the governor's mansion? May I ask how these city officials have mansions? You never think of how they sold you out? How they're robbing from these programs? How they're not really giving the money where they need to go. You never stop to think about that. But yet you want to fucking blame somebody. Who has nothing to do with anything. Just because the fucking news tells you to. There's a lot wrong that we kind of got to call ourselves out on. We got to all reality check ourselves. You find it weird that racism seems to keep popping its ugly head up every time there's a fucking election year? <laughs> what the fuck? Do you really believe all these companies who are like, yeah, man, we're going to fucking donate all this fucking money. We're going to get you guys out of the hood. Fuck no, they're not, dude. Fuck no, they're not. You know why they're doing that? So you can go back and go, hey, I remember this company. They fucking donated. They're not racist. I'm going to go spend my money there. But we live in the fucking hypocrisy, dude. We're the only motherfuckers who complain about social injustice on an iPhone, on Instagram, while there's fucking Asians being slaved out for five to ten cents a day making this shit. Or the people mining for the gold and the metals that go into these phones. Nike wants to talk about equality and how fucking Kaepernick's this fucking hero and he shouldn't have lost his job even though he was benched before he even protests. Did you know that? But yet they got fucking sweatshops all over the fucking world making shit with fucking six by six room with 50 fucking people and 50 fucking sewing machines to make these shoes that you're rocking. 50 cents a day, $250 shoe, you have no problem cashing out because, hey, equities, I mean, because equality is sewn into every shoe. Does that make sense to you? Do you see how we can't really complain about these things because we've gotten them ourselves? We ourselves have set this up and now when the dominoes fall, we look to who the fuck to blame, but we really should be blaming ourselves. Well, you can't complain because you didn't vote. You know why I didn't fucking vote? Because either way, 
it's rigged. Whether it's the Russians, God knows that didn't fucking go well. Or it's fucking emails. We all know that didn't go well. Or it's all gonna fucking go whichever way they fucking want it to go anyways. We have to look at ourselves, folks. Can you end racism by calling out racism? Maybe. But you have to think, why do I keep thinking in the term of racism? Why do I have to see everything through these racist glasses? Why do I got to filter everything out? Oh, let me see here. Let me go through the mall and see what's racist today. If you're looking for racism, bro, you're consumed by it. If you're looking for it, you're consumed by it. Stop me when I fucking lie. It doesn't make any sense, man. We're at this point where we really can't do much um, good for ourselves. Because we don't know what good really is. We don't have the we don't have the ability to sit down and, and, and conversate. It's an argument. Luckily for me, I have a really good group of friends. Black, Asian, Filipino, Latin. And in that lag, you can break it down to Mexicans, Salvadorians, fucking Nicoyas, got fucking Argentinians, Argentines. Is that how you say it? Argentinians? Argentinians? Oh, I don't know how you say that. Sorry, bro. <laughs> right? And we all have different beliefs. But the difference is we can all conversate. Everybody always wants to talk. We got to sit down and have this conversation. But you don't have a conversation. You have an argument. Because the minute somebody says something you don't agree with, you take it as an attack. And then you can only, you only know to attack in the events of an attack. So what are we really gaining here? Because nobody really seems to come to a conclusion. We come to the conclusion that I can't talk to you and you can't talk to me. So this conversation is going to need to happen at a later date. When that later date is, who knows? But the same shit's going to happen again when it does. So we're never really going to gain any ground. I'm fortunate enough to have the group of friends who understands, who is willing to listen. I've taken some of their opinions that they, I didn't. I didn't agree with some of their decisions or, or their opinions and their views on things originally. But after talking to them, you know what? That actually doesn't sound like a bad idea. But what if we did this? What if we took your idea and just changed this? Oh, you know what? That actually sounds like it might work a little bit better. It still does this, but we still get a little bit of that, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. See? That's how a conversation goes. And if we don't agree, no, you know what? That wouldn't work because of this, this, and this. But I see what you're saying. That's a really good idea. And in a perfect world, that would work. But unfortunately, we're not in that perfect world. Oh, yeah, I, I get it, I get it, I get it. I have those conversations on a regular basis. That's how conversations are supposed to happen. But they don't, which is why nothing ever gets fucking solved. You know?
The world's in a fucking crazy place right now, man. I just turned 33 last week. It's my birthday last week as well. Thank you to everybody who sent me shout-outs and love, man. I appreciate it all, you know. Got some cool stuff as well. Uh, I got a new driver. Hey, 15 yards, man. I got the Cobra F9. Thing is fucking sexy. 15 yards added to my drive. Looking at new irons now. <laughs> you never realize how dated your shit is until you start actually watching the, the, the fucking yardage, you know. Um, I'm getting older, man. And then I get older, I start to realize these things. And I start realizing that even if we vote, whatever Illuminati or whatever, man, they control this. We don't really have a say as much as we like to. I probably sound like some fucking conspiracy theorist, but you know what? Conspiracies always have some sort of truth to them. And for people who hate the system, you sure do fucking want a bigger system. (laughs) So, you know, that doesn't really work out the way we want it to, but it is what it is. Um, But yeah, as fathers, to to kind of bring this back into the original thing, as fathers, we got to make sure that we ourselves... Even as mothers, uncles, aunts, whatever you are with kids around, be careful with your words. Don't use things like hate. Don't use things like, don't use the word or the term racist or racism too often. Because this is programming. It's already worked on this generation. This generation already sees it in that way. They're feed. They're eating out of the government hand that way. They're afraid to think outside the box because their friends will leave them behind. They're afraid to be attacked on social media to think outside the box to follow their own opinions. Don't do that. As parents, we're allowed to. We we have to teach our kids that they're allowed to think as they want. This is America, the only fucking free country in the fucking world that is literally free to say and do whatever the fuck you want. People shit on America all the time. Other states, fuck, other countries think we're a fucking joke, but joke's on them. You're in fucking China. You're under communist rule. You're in Russia. You're under some lightweight. Actually, you're still under communist rule. You just don't claim to be communist. If you're in fucking Africa, you are in some of the fucking worst government there is. If you're in fucking Canada, you got a pussy running your country. Germany, you're under fucking... You're under fucking Hitler's fucking great-great-great-great-granddaughter. Right? We're the only country where we can still stand up and say, hey, fuck the president. Fuck you, Donald Trump, right? We're the only country who could fucking do that. Only fucking country. Only country where you can stand up to the fucking police and fucking get away with it. We're the freest fucking country. We have to teach our kids that they have their rights. 
Now, to use the rights appropriately is the next fucking phase. Don't be ignorant and teach them that, hey, you have fucking, you can free to do whatever the fuck you want. Fuck the rules. No, there are rules to fucking society and you have to fucking follow those rules. You have to understand how to use your freedoms. We as parents need to make sure that we teach this next generation that the difference between right and wrong, the difference in silencing yourself to follow the herd versus having your own opinion. That is probably going to be the biggest challenge for most parents these days. To be honest, I see most parents already brainwashing their kids. Because they've already themselves given in to the fucking hype that is the fucking political propaganda machine. The political correctness, the PC culture, the cancel culture has already infected a lot of people. You also have to teach your kids that it's okay if people don't like you, man. People don't like you, fuck them. Who cares? You can't please everybody. At the end of the day, you want to be able to go to bed. Know that you, with a clear conscience, did everything you could to make to help whoever you needed to help. Do your job to the best of your ability. Treat your family and loved ones with the most love and care that you could. Period. Make a few enemies along the way. Good. That means you're doing something right. If you get more people on your team, good. That means that they like what you're doing. And if you push the envelope and challenge authority a little bit on the way, it's healthy. Challenge. Challenge. This is the key word there. You don't want to go in there and fucking burn the building down. You don't want to go in there and spit in the boss's face. You don't want to go in there and fucking make an ass of yourself. But you want to push justified challenges thought out challenges to improve yourself to improve your work to improve the people around you our kids are our future our kids need to know that it's okay to be themselves whether that be a computer nerd gamer an athlete gay straight trans whatever it is you want to be just be you man people are going to hate people are going to love people are going to be unsure but it's up to your good character to give these people a false sense of hate a legitimate reason to love you or an even better reason to want to understand you I'm doing this episode on my lunch break and my lunch break is coming up to a close so I just want to leave you guys with that there. Happy Father's Day again to everybody. Um, Hope Dad's had a wonderful time. Hope you got um, some of those nice little knick-knack gifts that everybody tends to get. Um, Crazy times, ladies and gentlemen. It is crazy, crazy times. Let's stay safe. COVID is pretty much over. By the way, little hack for you go to google type in new cases type in any random fucking three-digit number 457 i typed in 457 bam takes you to a fucking google 
This shit's making it up. Google map. Bam. All of a sudden, here goes article. New cases. 457 cases spike. Typed in another number right after that. 678. Boom. 678 new cases. This shit is fucking fake. <laughs> it's all a fucking hoax. Anyway, that's a different conversation for a different day. We've already been on that road, I'm sure. Thank you for everybody for tuning in. Happy Father's Day for everybody. Thank you for all the birthday love from last week. I appreciate you guys all. I am working, as I've always said, on getting more guests. Uh, Now that COVID is essentially over, we have that freedom uh, to kind of do that. And a little bit more uh, comfort in everybody coming out to be together. So um, hope to get that rolling for you soon. Again, thank you for tuning in. May the force be with you all. I appreciate your time. Hope you enjoy the show. Uh, again, any questions or anything, any topics you would like me to look into or discuss, you can always go to the website um, link on Patreon.com. Look at my podcast there. Uh, Leave me a message and I'll be back. Thank you for your time, everybody. Have a great week.